On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, it's not the size of the bull in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the bull. Lethbridge's Carlin Dick joins us. Welcome to episode 138 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. At 5'8 and 215 pounds, Carlin Dick isn't the most imposing player on the Lethbridge Bulls roster, nor anywhere else he's been during his baseball journey, but he's definitely making fans take notice with his strong play to start off the Western Canadian Baseball League season. Through five games, the Abbotsford BC native is hitting 333 with a couple of doubles, five runs batted in, and two stolen bases. The Vauxhall Academy product was solid in his freshman season with Canisius College this spring, hitting 348 with with two home runs and 12 RBIs in 17 games. He was rewarded for his efforts by being named to the All-Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference All-Rookie Team, and he's also a finalist for the Canisius Male Rookie of the Year, with the winner to be unveiled later this week. Not a bad start to his NCAA Division I career. In the meantime, the right fielder was getting ready earlier this week for a couple of Canada Day home games with the Bulls when he took some time to chat with us about his year, which also included a mild case of COVID-19. Carlin, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Let's start off talking about what it's like to be kind of back in your home away from home. Sunny Southern Alberta, you probably got to watch WCBL action when you were in Vauxhall. What's it like now being a member of the Bulls? I know, it's a pretty awesome experience. Um, even just with the COVID and everything, it's not a full season, but just being back here for a month, I have special connections here, and I've wanted to play for the Bulls since I was Grade 11 coming to Vauxhall, so it's a pretty special experience for me to be able to play for them this summer. I gotta ask, what's it been like getting to play in front of fans again? Um, it's been fun. Like, uh, even down at Canisius, we didn't have too, too many fans. Like, when I was at school, we had a few, but the atmosphere was different than it was here. Uh, the fans are seem excited. They bring a lot of energy. They haven't seen baseball in just about two years now, so they bring a lot of energy. It's a lot of fun to be around the crowd and interact with the fans. And, I mean, you got to be excited as well about getting to see maybe a potentially packed house again for the rest of the summer because I know some of the restrictions are lifting again fairly quickly here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I know Canada today will be a big one, so I'm excited for that. Uh, a lot of fans come out. It's going to be loud. It's going to be fun. You know, it always excites me to have people come out to games and watch the Bulls play, so it's definitely a pretty cool atmosphere. Is it kind of surreal to a certain extent? You know, like you mentioned, growing up, you kind of got to watch a few games and and that kind of thing. Do you find yourself going, I can't believe I was at that point a couple of years ago, and here I am suiting up for the team that I, I spent uh, a few years watching? Yeah, for sure. Like you see the kids in the stands, they're ecstatic to see you after the game. You walk down the line to the clubhouse, they're asking for autographs, and like you think back, and like I think back, and that's me. Like eight or nine years ago, that's me. Like asking these guys for autographs, whether it be the Bulls or another league at home in Abbotsford or in BC or go to a pro game somewhere, like that was who I was. And now getting to that stage and being on the flip side of it, signing autographs for those kids is pretty cool. Have you had to perfect your autograph at all or have you been working on it for a few years? (laughs) Yeah, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to play around and say this is going to be my signature when I'm signing autographs. So it's definitely changed since then, but no, it's, just signing everything, becoming an adult, 
makes you practice it a little bit more. That's fantastic. You're coming off quite the spring at Canisius, capped off by being named to the All-Mac rookie team. What did that mean to you? Uh, it meant a lot. Uh, you know, It was a pretty cool experience to go to Canisius, and I'm glad I chose Canisius. Um, being one of the younger guys on the team and having the older guys to look up to meant a lot for me. I feel like that helped me a lot with the All-Mac um, selection and having them to use as motivation and have role models to help me get to that standpoint. I attribute a lot to that, to the older guys who were there with me and helped guide me in my first year at Canisius. Coming in as a freshman, did you have any expectations of yourself coming in or did you, and did you meet them, I suppose? Uh, I did have expectations for myself for sure. Um, like I wanted to be an everyday guy, like was my goal. I wanted to hit above 300 and I wanted the Canisius Golden Griffs to win a MAC championship. And, it was definitely different, like battling ups and downs. I had an injury early in the fall. Uh, I got COVID in the middle of the spring. So it was definitely some ups and downs. But I would say I fulfilled uh, most of my expectations that I had set for myself for that year. And it was fun working day in and day out to try and earn a spot to, as a starter on that team. How did you find that transition from high school to a big school like that? Uh, it was pretty It was different. Like, Vauxhall is obviously a pretty unique place. And Canisius is as well. They also they all have their special attributes. But I found, like in high school, it's not as strict to the point. Like it is to an extent. But once you get out to Canisius and uh, are on campus there, it's like this, this, this. You can't mess up. It's it's pretty strict and to the point. So that was the difference for me. But for the most part, it was quite enjoyable. Did it make it a little easier knowing a few of the guys around campus and on the team, Max Grant, Levi Abbott included? Yeah, for sure. Max Grant's been my best friend ever since I went to Boxwell, so having him by my side definitely uh, made it easier, along with Levi, too. We lived together, so going back and forth from dorms to baseball and going through the ups and downs together was definitely uh, made it easier and more calming with those two around me. You mentioned as well that you contracted COVID. What was that like? Did you just have a mild case, or what was the situation there? Uh, I had a mild case of COVID, so they had just shut us down for 10 days. And we just had to isolate. Well, me, Max, and Levi had all got it at the same time. So it was, I had just a mild case, nothing too, too serious, but it was definitely an experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your start in baseball. What was it about the game that drew you to it as a kid? Uh, probably my older brothers. Uh, they played a lot growing up. We'd play in the backyard, wiffle ball. I'd be their bat boy for their, for their game. <laughs> so I just kind of fell in love with it through, through them and then got to take my own route once I was that age and started playing every day. You mentioned your brothers. What was it like to be in that household? Because I can only imagine how competitive it would be with the, the four of you running around. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely competitive. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of little fights, arguments, and you know how it is with four kids. So mm-hmm. um, definitely a lot of uh, competition between the four of us. It's It was like... Yeah, at the time, you don't think of it as being helpful. You're just pissed off that you lost or fighting with your brothers. But now that I look back on it, like I wouldn't be the person I am or the baseball player I am today without that competitive environment. Where did that competitive spirit and that sports spirit come from? Was that something that was ingrained in you with your parents? Or, or talk us through sort of that desire to want to get into sports for all of you. Uh, for sure. Uh, my parents weren't super big sports people growing up, like, my dad played hockey, and my mom was a high school basketball player. But I just I think it stemmed from them wanting us to play sports or to have something to do with our lives. 
instead of just lounging around playing at home. So we definitely got into sports that way. And I think being following our my older brothers with me and my little brother, like I think we just created that competitive environment ourselves, just day in and day out at home, beating each other up or doing stuff together, created that wanting to be better than your brother type environment. Who's the best athlete of the four of you? <laughs> That's a tough question. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I could say it myself, but that's probably my youngest brother, if I was being completely honest. And what makes you say that? Oh, well, I don't know. We just we all just say that. Like, he's learned from the three of us, so he's got to be the best if he's had three to learn from. But, yeah, that's kind of the ongoing joke that Cardell is the golden child. So that's how it goes around the house. <laughs> <laughs> how tough was it on your parents having to cart you all around to the different sports that you're playing, likely at different times through the course of the day or the weekend, that kind of thing? Yeah, for sure it was tough on them. Uh, yeah, they definitely went through a lot and made a lot of sacrifices just so that we could play the sports that we love and get to the level that we all eventually got to. But for sure there was a lot of chaos driving around different parts of the province into other provinces down in the States. But uh, I wouldn't be where I am today if they weren't there with their sacrifices um, helping us get to where we needed to be. That had to be different, too. Is It's one thing to see your kids grow up in front of you, but here, like for you, for example, taking off in high school and pursuing your athletic dreams in another province, you headed to Vauxhall. What led to that decision? Um, well, I played for Joel Blake's um, father, Tim Blake, and he had eventually reached out about me and I had reached out wanting to go there and then I'd also seen both my brothers leave and leave the house and go off to university and see how much fun they had um even though they didn't leave in high school like I knew that that was something I wanted to do and like experience it and be individual like not always at home like I love home but being away from home it makes you see things differently and appreciate what you had at home so going away from home was definitely huge for me but seeing what my brothers did and having them as sort of my backbone to talk to whether I was homesick or just needed to go through something that I wasn't home for they were definitely a huge help in that department. Looking back on it now with the benefit of 2020 hindsight what did that Vauxhall experience mean to you? For sure um, I don't think I'd be the baseball player I am if I didn't go there like having being able to play baseball every day in high school not many kids get that opportunity and it's a pretty unique opportunity I would say and um, for sure like moving away from home at 16 definitely helps you mature quicker and better and you have other people to lean on rather than just being your parents but yeah Vauxhall definitely to this day has been the best thing that I best decision that I have made in my life so far. You were also team captain what did that mean to you to be able to kind of have the the respect and admiration of of your teammates and, and coaching staff as well? It was a huge honor for me. Um, I've been a leader just growing up, just like I would say I was a natural leader, but being having them, my teammates and coaches, uh, vote me as captain was a pretty special feeling. Just having them having that dependence in me and wanting to look up to me has meant a lot to me. So having them saying that, like choosing me as a leader was a pretty special feeling. You were also playing basketball in Vauxhall too. Where did that drive to be a multi-sport athlete come from? Uh, growing up, same thing with my brothers. They all played. We all played four sports. Like I played hockey, baseball, football, and basketball growing up. So I just enjoyed having other things to do. Like the winter, you play basketball and hockey. And in the summer, you play baseball. And I found that helped with 
the competitive drive too. Like we had multiple. It wasn't just baseball we were playing around the house. It was hockey, basketball, football, mini hockey. You name it, we were playing it. So I think it stemmed from that and just falling in love with all those sports and being able to be competitive and the drive to win is kind of where all that stemmed from. What was it about baseball? Because like you said, you were playing multiple sports. You had the options in front of you. What was it that made you go, you know what, this is the sport I want to chase? I believe it happened in hockey season. So I was about 15, just finished playing band hockey, and I thought I was going to choose hockey. And we started practicing baseball for the upcoming spring. And I was playing hockey at the time, like spring hockey, spring training camps. And one day I just... I was after baseball practice. I think I had a hockey and a baseball practice. And then I went to my parents and I was like, I don't, it's baseball for me. Like, I don't, I don't want to play hockey anymore. I want to pursue my dream of baseball. I just, ever since I was a young kid, like I had a ball in my hands and it was just, I was just fell in love with the game of baseball and didn't look back. Hmm. Not that I didn't love these other sports, but just something, just something about baseball is what drove me to, drove me to choose it. Any team or player you watch at the major league level, or maybe it was somebody local that really made you craft your game around them? Uh, I always like to watch like the Cody Bellingers and the Mike Trouts and of the game, and like they play the game the right way. They play hard, and they're fun to watch. Hit the ball, throw the ball, and just watching them is like I want to be there one day. Mm-hmm. Like I drive to be there one day, seeing them hit home runs and make diving plays in the outfield makes me want to follow in their footsteps or create my own path and be there someday looking back on it you're still a relatively young guy here you're just getting started in the baseball journey but any favorite memories on the field thus far tournaments whatever the case may be that really kind of uh, stick out in your mind uh for sure one of mine would be uh winning the bishop garman tournament in vegas uh for the first time with Vauxhall in grade 11 uh that was a pretty special moment for me just being the first Canadian team to win it, it was a pretty surreal experience. And then the Canada Cup experience, I went twice, and it was a lot of fun both times. There's a lot of memories that you make there, whether it's on the field, off the field, you meet new people, and being around the best players in Canada is a pretty cool experience. So, Anybody that you want to give a shout-out to, people who were integral in crafting the person that you are, the baseball player you are, that you, know, you mentioned your parents earlier, but anybody else that really sticks out in your mind? Uh, right now, I'd say my the three coaches of Oxal, Les McTavish, uh, Joel Blake, and Jim Kokus. Um, for sure, they helped me help craft me as the baseball player and man I am today. And um, I don't think I'd be at Canisius or who I am today without their guidance in my two years at Oxal. And speaking of Canisius, you're majoring in health and wellness. Uh, how tough is it to balance the academic part along with the athletic part? For sure, uh, the Academic part is uh, a lot more demanding than high school, I found. But it's pretty structured. Like, you will go to school till 2.30 and practice from 2.30 to 5.30 and then homework in the evening. So I, I like that side of it where it's pretty structured day in and day out and it's not like it's all bounced around and all mumble-jumbled. So for sure that part. But it's definitely tough to balance. There's a lot of long nights, early mornings, just trying to get homework done before you can practice on the field. So. When you look at ahead now, and obviously you've got the Bulls, and then you go back to Canisius in the fall, what do you want to work on? What kinds of things are really front and center for you to make sure that you become an even bigger part of the puzzle for Canisius heading into the fall and, and next spring? For sure. Um, the 
definitely the speed aspect, like playing outfield, I feel like I need to work on my speed and just explosiveness and getting stronger and more powerful, like just being able to hit the ball harder, throw the ball farther and run faster. I know they sound generic, but I would say speed would be the biggest thing that I want to work on this off season and have been, or not off season this summer, but, and I have been working on, so that would be my, would be speed. Couple more questions for you, and they're kind of standard for what we ask of the athletes, especially those who are in the college realm who graduated from a program here in Alberta. And, and it's advice. I know that when you were a, a young kid, you'd see some of those alumni roll through, and they'd have pieces of advice or things to keep in mind for you that as you try to reach that next level. Now that you can kind of look at it from that collegiate standpoint, what kinds of advice would you offer to those who are just entering the academy realm or just getting started in the game that can allow for them to maybe make it to the same level you're at now? Yeah, my uh, piece of advice would be don't get complacent. Like when you're working every day, it's tough. it gets it can get monotonous. I would just say keep working, keep pounding away, like eventually it's going to come, but don't get complacent. If you get complacent, things aren't going to go your way. Whereas if you're working hard day in and day out, you're going to get breaks, you're going to get balances, you're going to get opportunities just because you're putting the work in and it's going to reward you eventually. And the final question for you here, and this is always a fun one. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Ooh, uh, the game of baseball means to me, well, it's been my life since I was a little kid, as far as I can remember. And it's just like where somewhere I can go and I just don't think about anything else in the world except for baseball. And I just get to play and have fun and who knows where it'll take you, but it's just, it means the world to me. It's tough to put into words what baseball means to me, but it's definitely been a fun and enjoyable ride and I can't wait to see where it takes me. Carlin, really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on the podcast. Congratulations on all the success you've had to this point and continued success heading into the future. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Carlin Dick for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast provider so you don't miss any future episodes. And make sure to bookmark albertadugoutstories.com as we have a bunch of new stories that we've been rolling out over the last few weeks and look forward to even more throughout the course of the summer. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.